0: Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Dirty Lie podcast.
1: The Dirty Lie podcast is brought to you by...
0: Dez and...
1: TMT. Hi. Recorded live in front of a studio audience.
0: Of um, my two dogs, Duke and Luna, and his one dog, Ghost.
1: People are people.
0: True. Did you name it Ghost Ghost after Game of Thrones Ghost?
1: Yes. Because I got him in 2011 when the first season aired and I liked it.
0: Fair enough, that's cute. Yeah. That's actually a bit cute. I'll take that. So, today we are talking about something we spoke about before, which is children of dictators, but we're not talking about children. We're talking about a particular child of a particular dictator, the worst man to have ever lived.
1: You say you did?
0: Uday Hussein.
1: <laughs> so close, baby. Almost was there. You were so close. You Almost him? there. And you were right
0: there. Yeah. That was a tongue twister you just gave me. Uday Hussein. Uday Hussein. The first son of Saddam Hussein.
1: Famously played by Dominic Cooper in the movie The Devil's Double.
0: Yes, because he had a body double who wrote a tell-all biography when he escaped Iraq. Yeah. About his life as Uday Hussein's uh, body, body double. Literally the most insane tale to have ever come out of anyone's mouth in in the twentieth century. What do you do? imagine? What, 21st if, century, just century? imagine
1: being rich enough to like kidnap someone who looks exactly like you and force them to okay, act as your body double. You
0: know what? I I feel like this part is very important to say I'm where like, I can't even say this because this is not even have anything to do with the facts I'm gonna give you today. That's how crazy this guy is. There's so many other crazy things. I couldn't fit them all into two truths and a lie. So this his body double was his classmates in primary school. Mm. They didn't look exactly alike, but they looked similar. Like imagine if I was like, oh, ah, Tim Tao, you look like that, and uh, you and know, Toby kind of look alike. Like you mm. look like you can be brothers or cousins, yeah. right? Uday H- Hussein finds this guy like 15 years later or something, and he's like, yo, remember we are classmates? They said we looked alike a lot. I need a body double. Would you like to be my body double?
1: And the guy said, Hell no.
0: He was like, "Mm, No, like, would I want to be the body
1: double to one of the most hated men? One of the most killable people on the planet. I I think not. Thanks. I'll pass.
0: I'll pass on that. And Uday was like, Okay. Oh. Wasn't he in
1: the army? The guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like very low level. Yeah.
1: So he was like, I'll take my chance in the army.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then like, Uday was like, Okay. Yeah, that that sounds okay. You can go home now. (laughs) No, psych. He took the guy and threw him in a cell Solitary confinement And he throws him in jail For I don't even know how long Solitary weeks. Yeah weeks So yeah. he's like Oh have you changed your mind? Or like do you want your family dead? I oh, don't know you know And the guy's like Okay I've changed my mind And then they take him And plastic surgeons literally change his face Wow this is according to yeah. the body double. Some people dispute some things he says, but a lot of it seems quite in line with Uday Hussain's uh,
1: Chris. And it's like, I don't really want to... I feel like I take I be, I, I take the word of someone he brutalized over other people that yeah. are just kind of... there, like, oh no, that didn't have... Yeah. He's being extra. Because yeah. by the time you hear some of the stories about Uday, Uday. you are going to realize that there's nothing beyond this man.
0: Yeah, th- so, he has no limit. Yeah, like no there's limits. no humanity that I can say that. Oh, this is this mm-hmm. is this is as far as the deal goes. No, that's too far for him. There's no redeemable
1: quality. This is a Game of Thrones level villain.
0: Honestly, this is Ramsay. What's what's Ramsay? Joffrey and Ramsey? It's Joffrey and Ramsey just cooked into one stew? <laughs> and like maybe he was. Yeah, so let's get into today's facts, shall we? Let's go. Now, we actually recorded this before. Uh, Tim and I recorded this before, and the sound was terrible. And <laughs> I was like, okay, we can't comfort this out. So we have to record again. Yeah. And so I went back to look at Uday's life because I had to find three facts that were not included in the three facts that I said that time we recorded and that I didn't talk about in that one hour. Do you know how crazy this is?
1: How crazy are we talking? It's Uday. <laughs> so it's, it's. Someone say it's insane. Mm. It's Hussein.
0: <laughs> Imagine your dad being Saddam Hussein, the butcher of Baghdad, and everyone still is like, "Oh no, his son was a hundred thousand percent
1: worse." Yeah, like Uday would do things, and Saddam would be like, "Why did you do that? He didn't need to do that." <laughs> Saddam was like, that's a lot. Tell him to calm down.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, This week's facts. Number one One of the CIA plots to destabilize Saddam Hussein before the invasion of Iraq in 2003 was to disseminate a video that made it look like Saddam was handing over power to his son Uday cia's thinking was that this would destabilize saddam so much or the country so much because people were so afraid of uday and hated him so much that they would rise up and revolt Mm. like they were like instead of us invading them we can just make it seem like uday is about to be their leader and he'll have the same effect
1: wow i like that
0: (laughs) That that's fact number one number two um after Uday Hussein shot his uncle in the leg, causing the leg to be amputated.
1: I love that the fact isn't that he shot his uncle in the leg. It's after it's yeah. after he shot his uncle in the Is leg. Is that his
0: brother? Yeah. He shot Saddam's brother in the leg um, okay. because the guy irritated him one day. And um, after this, Saddam sent him into exile in Switzerland.
1: Wow, that sounds really tough.
0: You know, hard times like yeah, you misbehave, go to Geneva.
1: <laughs>
0: Imagine, and let's move even into that. Let me just see the yeah, facts. Yeah, this is... but he didn't last long in Switzerland, did he? He got expelled because one time he came back to his hotel. He came back to the Marriott Hotel in Geneva, yeah, and he beat up police. By the way, like he beat up the police who were guarding his own room, yeah. He was drunk so he decided to break a few bottles on their head and also <laughs> took the fire extinguisher off the wall yeah. and sprayed them down. And then he pleaded diplomatic immunity. So they're like, um, just just go back. <laughs> like just go back home.
1: So they said no to the immunity. Huh? They were like, No, there's no the, diplomatic immunity. The, the, the,
0: like they were like, No, the diplomatic immunity are that we can't prosecute you yeah. for beating, beating up, up police. Swiss police yeah. who were literally like your bodyguards.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but Like, you just need to, like, we can't handle you, so please leave our country. Wow, which is why he then goes back home because you remember, like, he didn't stay that long in Switzerland, okay. Um, and fact number three, and fact number three, after the assassination attempt, which unfortunately did not take his life but fortunately caused him a lot of pain. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head?
1: I mean, it's just nice to hear he's in pain, but... Yeah, yeah,
0: he was in chronic pain till the day he died after his... um, He took more bullets than 50 Cent.
1: Nice.
0: Um, But in order to try and cure himself from this pain, he tried everything, including getting a hypnotist, some white guy from America, to come and try and hypnotize him till he felt no pain.
1: No one to win.
0: Yeah. And... Asking for new mothers, women who had just given birth, to be brought to him so he could suck milk straight from their breasts.
1: I'm guessing that didn't work. I'm not, I don't have my medical degree here with me, but I'm guessing <laughs> that wasn't very helpful.
0: He was like, you know, like a, I want a pure Iraqi woman who is lactating okay. brought to don't me. not lactating. Okay. What? What? What's for the, the rest of the Is that not like the yeah, scientific question? Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. So. T- which is true one was he sucking the breasts of lactating iraqi women did he beat up swiss police um who was supposed to be guarding him or did the cia think that the best way to guess Saddam hussein overthrown was to pretend as if he was handing over power to uday hussein
1: um oof, this is tough I know he did get expelled from Switzerland. I can't remember why, though. Um, The lactating thing just sounds... It sounds within his realm of weirdness. So I'm going to go with the CIA plot to scare people.
0: Being polite? Yeah. Press the wrong button. Quickly, quickly. (laughs) I just want to say, like... After everything I have told you on this show so far that the CIA has tried to do or done, yeah, you really thought that was the lie?
1: I think it's just a mixed bag for me. So I can't... I mean, I just can't tell. It's 50-50.
0: CIA of exploding cigars and flesh-eating bacteria in scuba diving suits. Yeah. CIA of dosing people with LSD. Yeah. That's CIA? Yeah. Yeah, no. The CIA of torture couple... No, 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 no! Come on, that's not a lie.
1: Fair enough. Okay, so what's the actual lie?
0: I feel like you're gonna punch me—not punch me, but punch mm-hmm, the punch air. This <laughs> it, is it. It's the Swiss Guard one. Yeah. I
1: said Swiss Guard, like he's in the Vatican, but it's the Swiss, the Swiss police, Swiss police.
0: Because uh, it wasn't him, and it wasn't Switzerland. Uh. <laughs> it was another one. Gaddafi's son. <laughs> you know, like, okay,
1: right? <laughs> I
0: don't know why, but I like making Gaddafi's children the lie.
1: Um, fair enough so another one of Gaddafi's kids did that
0: another one of Gaddafi's kids the one
1: that wasn't as bad as you say you you did
0: um Hannibal Gaddafi was quite
1: his name was what Hannibal huh
0: Hannibal like the show with the serial killer Hannibal
1: like the Roman general Hannibal
0: is that where that's from yeah that's
1: the famous Hannibal in history (laughs) (laughs) When we Sometimes are history, tricky, fort, yeah. like,
0: this, <laughs> you're the historian here, really, girl. <laughs> um, Hannibal Gaddafi is one of probably one of the worst sons of Gaddafi. Yikes, we have more like Saadi. Saadi is the one I, I said in the episode we're not airing. Yeah,
1: we could, we could maybe
0: briefly touch on both of them today. Okay. On his brief. but yeah, the lie is the Switzerland story, it actually happened in um, Dubai. No. It happened in the Hilton Hotel in Rome oh okay um so
1: and was the police as well
0: yeah and they were actually his guards
1: oh I also I just remember that Hannibal wasn't even Roman he fought against the Roman Empire but he was oh. like he terrorized them he was from Carthaga which is like um Punic so there are people that are like they're like Eastern Greek but they migrated to North Africa and they had a settlement there so yeah he hated the Roman Empire
0: yeah, I mean, I would say that makes sense for Marmar Gaddafi to name his son after somebody who was like
1: anti-white yeah. people. The Romans <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> colonized the British, right? The English, or whatever are the, the Britons, the Britons, and yeah. the Welsh, and the yeah, Mercians, and the Ang- whatever they're. Yeah.
0: And that's why I say whiteness is a recent construct. Mm-hmm. They never really saw each other as one but mm. before. But so, Hannibal Muammar Gaddafi is the fifth son of former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi and his second wife, Safia Farkash. He was born in Tripoli in either 75 or 76. Um, he is not as bad as Uday Hussein, but he is not exactly... He's not exactly a normal person. So he does have a situation where he attacked police at the Hilton Hotel in Rome. It was apparently at three in the morning and he was in a fighting mood.
1: <laughs> so He was having one of those nights. He was having one of those nights. We've all see. been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've all gone to a foreign country and fought everyone all day.
0: And just like gotten away with it. The officers had been guarding his room and he struck them with bottles and emptied a fire extinguisher on them for good measure. In another incident, he led French police on a high-speed chase through the centre of Paris. He was drunk in his black Porsche, doing 90 miles an hour down the Champs-Élysées. He ran red lights and at one point, he went the wrong way. When the police finally stopped him, six of his bodyguards arrived in other cars and attacked the French police. (sighs)
1: okay. Were his bodyguards from um, home?
0: Yeah, they were Libyan.
1: That makes you wonder, like, um, at what point does diplomatic immunity just turn to, no, you should be in jail? We're going to put you in jail.
0: Oh, every single time I've read about diplomatic immunity being used by people, it makes me feel like uh you should be in jail. Like yeah. mo- like most of the time it's literally like the children or spouses yeah. or like getting away with really ridiculous
1: murder as I mean this is not okay, even good. This away. is buried under the jail. How to get of away with murder,
0: have diplomatic immunity.
1: So his his security they fought with the police or they shot at them. Yeah, no, they fought They fought, okay. Yeah. Okay, they so. were exchanging blows. Nice.
0: Um <laughs> He also once beat his girlfriend really badly in a hotel in Paris. Her name was Aline Scaff, and she was a Lebanese lingerie model. Okay. Um, she ends up being there, becoming his wife, and they have three children together.
1: Did they get married after he beat her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it okay. seems
0: they had a very abusive relationship. So this happened in the Grand Hotel in Paris. Right. They move into another hotel called the Royal Moncal and they smash up that room um <laughs> then he marries her they go to london there's another incident in, at claridge's in london because he's beating her up um and the thing about it is that like you want to feel, like she's definitely a victim of hannibal but then she becomes a perpetrator herself she is known for beating up her staff to the point of like not beating up torture she would tie them up in bathrooms for days uh-huh. um yeah. Like her torture level wasn't normal. And mm-hmm. also very recently after the fall of Mama Gaddafi, she's in Syria. She's living in Syria as like a what's it called? Asylum pie yeah. whatever. But you know, they still live the high life when they just moved to mm-hmm. other Arab countries. But um in January of last year, she was suspended <laughs> she rammed her car into police and pedestrians in a road rage attack in damascus so now that we've gotten the lie out of the way
1: it's time for some facts are you ready yeah i know it's going to be heavy so i'm going to um do a quick prayer first okay i'm done there's something
0: seriously wrong with you i said it was quick okay uh let's get the cia one out of the way because then you understand why the cia did this but uh, CIA has a very, very weird plots. And yes, according to the Washington Post's security blog, some of the people at the CIA believe that shooting a fake video...
1: Do, do you think the CIA is just made up of um, all the weirdos from intelligence and politics? So, like, if someone is just really weird in the NSA, it's like, can we send him to the CIA or something?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, there there's some kids I went to school with who... You could tell one wanted to go to. It's the intelligence path. Yeah. Um, most of them did Duke in Egypt and studied Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're weird. Like, you, you you get hired because maybe you speak a couple of languages and you're intelligent or whatever. But, like, yeah. some of these people are weird. And, like, if you're weird, you're going to take your awareness into your job. Mm-hmm. And Make the, your passion. Yeah. And then you also have to be creative. I wonder if they test for creativity. Because mm. uh, some of the plots they had were... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, creative is a way to... It's one way to... It just sounds like you put a bunch of children in a factory and every day you demand a report of ideas and they send it to you and they're turned into CIA schemes.
0: Bro, they wanted to shoot a fake gay porn video with a Saddam Hussein body double. Like, they planned to shoot this video making it look like it was taken by a hidden camera Mm -hmm. it would not be very grainy like it was a secret videotaping of saddam hussein having sex with a teenage boy um and then they also thought that interrupting iraqi television with a fake with a false news flash that would announce saddam hussein was handing power over to his hated and feared son Uday would destabilize the iraqi regime because it would shock the iraqi people into rising up against their leaders and first make an invasion much easier
1: so did they do it
0: they didn't these plots did not leave the cia's uh think tank yeah apparently. gosh they even wanted to shoot a cia video a fake video of osama bin laden sitting around a campfire drinking booze and boasting of his own gay conquests, <laughs> wow. and the video apparently used some of CIA's quote-unquote darker-skinned employees as extras, oh no. playing the terror chief's henchmen. Oh no. It does not seem that the video was released, so the video was actually shot, but it was not released.
1: <laughs> I sure hope um, the Saddam sex tape. Well, you know, I hope that wasn't shot because it would involve harming a minor, wouldn't it?
0: No, it's porn now. They'll just get someone who looks like a young boy and get someone who looks like Saddam Hussein, okay. hopefully both of legal age, and then shoot it. MSP, I mean, yeah. I would hope that's what they do, you know?
1: Mm, it's the CIA.
0: Yeah, but imagine, like, honestly, when I saw this, that they were going to use the darker-skinned uh, CIA operatives as
1: like the extras
0: in the video. It just made me think, like, imagine you're, you're sitting down on Tuesday's meeting, yeah. right? Everyone's having a brainstorming session. And one Tom is like, ah, we should shoot a video, yeah? And like, Tim Tire can't play the henchman. And you
1: joined the CIA because of nine eleven, and I wanted to serve your country and everything.
0: And Tom, Dick, and Harry are suggesting you as movie the white extras. Ass, like, the
1: whitest guys in the office.
0: I this, Honestly, this is how I've envisioned it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> And your boss is like, oh, "That's a solid idea, actually." I think. I think,
1: I think, think it's got legs, William.
0: <laughs> I think TMT has some
1: acting chops. Like I've seen him. <laughs> and you're like, um, it doesn't. This is a bad idea. Like, like come on, dude. they like, Just think about think about your country. Think about democracy. Oh. Think about the people of <laughs> Libya. Yeah, no.
0: The stars and the stripes. I mean, what yeah. do we call it? That was the, So that was true, man. I was reading something about CIA, which is not as, like, funny. Yeah. But uh, there's a guy who is currently suing the CIA. Or oh, where he currently is.
1: But yeah, he sued the CIA, sure. Yeah,
0: March of 2022. Okay. So that's quite recent. Um, a Kuwaiti guy called Baluchi, who was in Guantanamo Bay, and realized when documents were declassified that he was being used as a training prop to teach interrogators torture techniques
1: was that the only reason he was there
0: that is like the main thing that's that's what this document is about like i mean they said they put him in a black site and they were trying to find out some terrorism things or whatever but essentially was he a terrorist um there's nothing here in this report i'm reading that says he's a terrorist
1: interesting um, I mean I imagine the CIA agreed to see he was a terrorist or he was, sorry, so he they,
0: well, well, according to the lawyers if the CIA had not hidden their own conclusions about the illegality of Amar's torture for this long the US government would not have been able to bring charges against Amar because we know now that the torture inflicted on Amar led to lasting brain damage in the form of a traumatic brain injury and other debilitating illnesses that cannot be treated at Guantanamo Bay He was moved to Guantanamo Bay In 2006 Um, He's still awaiting Trial today
1: This is Insane
0: They are convinced That he knew More than he was saying Because he was A nephew Of the self-proclaimed Mastermind Of the 9-11 attacks Khalid Sheikh Mohammed Yeah So essentially His uncle
1: Planned 9-11
0: Yeah And They were like He was your uncle So you must know More than you're saying
1: because that's how families work.
0: Yeah. But like, it's not even just that they tortured him. Apparently like, if they tortured him well enough, they would get a torture certification. He was a real live like test, test dummy. dummy. yeah. I'm going to say. That is in... Humane. Oh, anyways. This... Well, what else can we say? He has... He has mental health issues now. They'll just knock his head against plywood and do something called technique of wailing enhanced interrogation techniques
1: i'm never going to google what those are
0: it involves
1: no don't tell me okay. I, I think my my precious innocent brain should be free of those details details
0: yeah nobody wants to hear this especially since this is a precursor for uday let's go to uday Hussein. said i'm done yeah. i'm done with the cia I'm done faffing faffing about. Day Hussein was Saddam Hussein's first son. He it was, it was. Was he is dead. Day Saddam Hussein died on the 22nd of July 2003. Very famously, he died with his brother Qusay and their bodies were put on display by american soldiers in iraq and um apparently the gunshots that were heard around baghdad were so loud that somebody thought there was a new invasion because mm. people were celebrating so much we can talk What yeah. what are you
1: gonna say it, just, it kind of reminds me of abacha mm. yeah.
0: you remember when abacha died oh
1: yeah what did you guys do everyone on my street left their houses and came out and it was like, Abacha is dead, Abacha is dead. And I was like, Abacha is dead. I, you know, and, and the thing is, like, the gravity of Abacha being dead was not lost on me. Yeah. I think I was about six or seven at the time. Yeah,
0: because I was, like, five or yeah, six. Yeah, I was
1: very much, I was into it. I was dancing and I was...
0: I remember this very much because my dad, so my dad, if I was, like, five and six, my dad would be maybe, like, what, 30? My dad had me quite okay. young. Apparently quite young. It was like thirty, thirty-two. Um, yeah. him and his group of friends uh, apparently found a goat or found quote unquote yeah. <laughs> they found a goat and killed it. <laughs> As <Assume> soon and <laughs> oh <God. laughs> we were celebrating.
1: There was beer casting Lagos the next day. Okay,
0: sure. There was no more good The factories are done. The <laughs> goats are done for. boy Heineken Never heard of that drink. Bro, what a time. But that is similar to how Iraqis felt or, um, when Uday Hussein died. I can't remember what were the facts I said about this guy.
1: He shot his uncle. He shot his uncle. He was he big... shot lots of people.
0: Yeah. So his uncle, his dad's brother, was apparently making fun of his stammer one night at a dinner or just complaining about Uday's behavior and Uday Hussein. Got really upset left dinner came back with a gun shut up the place by the way he didn't just shoot his uncle he killed people who were at that dinner but it's not reported as much because his uncle was important yeah so his the amputation of his leg was a big deal but like the dancers the entertainers at the dinner caught bullets and died wow. and the security at the dinner caught bullets and died and after Uday Hussein shot his uncle he took his uncle to the hospital and like tried and then ran away and his dad told his brother go and burn Uday's cars Uday was known to love sports cars sports cars
1: luxury cars
0: now like I don't know but I feel like take his cars away does not seem is is that the punishment for you? you nearly just killed my brother
1: I mean it's not but you know we don't live in a perfect world (laughs) <laughs> Anyone In um the, In the country At the time Will tell you that Especially Saddam He knew how imperfect The world was mm. Mostly because he Made it that way mm. And um, I guess He just had to Make a choice U- Uday was probably His favorite son right
0: No No one can love Uday Like I would say That Uday Maybe Maybe he looked at Uday How he looked at How like Cersei looked at uh, Joffrey yeah. In Game of Thrones It's like you recognize that your child is evil, but you love them because they're your child. Yeah, Kuse was likely his favorite. No, actually, his daughters would probably definitely his favorites. Mm. But your sons are supposed to come and inherit your whatever. Kingdom. Yeah, and Uday was the first. He used to play his sons against each other and then play them against their brother-in-laws also that we spoke wow. about in the last episode. Yeah. Which is like why they ran away. They ended up killing his brother-in-laws, anyways. So why? Because they ran away and they were talking smack.
1: They were talking smack about um, Saddam. Saddam, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now remember, they were talking. You know, they were giving. They ran to Jordan. Brother-in-laws were called Saddam and Hussein.
1: <laughs> I love that so much.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Hussein Kamal and Saddam Kamal. What? I love, the
1: hell? I love that. So these two brothers were married to Saddam's daughter. Yeah,
0: they were married to Radhkar and Rana, Saddam's daughters.
1: Mm. So, Saddam's daughter is married to b- guys that happen to be brothers. That's so bizarre. No, it's arranged. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense.
0: It's like the Game of Thrones now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Uday. One obituary described... Wait, hold
1: on. I have to do an intro for him. Ladies and gentlemen, Udayna today.
0: You no go escape.
1: I'm waiting for you.
0: I will catch you for a corner.
1: <laughs> I shot my uncle. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I'm happy you just I'm happy. I'm happy for you, Demba. Thank you. One obituary described Uday Hussein as caligula-like, which may be unfair to caligula. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uday Hussein had a name for himself called Abu Sarhan, the wolf. Ooh. He was known mostly because he raped anyone and everyone, and he raped constantly. His goons would kidnap girls and women for him. He would simply point them out and he would rape and kidnap girls on the streets like beggars. But he would also rape and kidnap the daughters of powerful men. For example, one time he went to the equestrian club of Baghdad. So this is like the pulu club Mm -hmm. and they were having tournaments and events. And the former provincial governor of Baghdad was there with his two daughters. 13 year old and a 15 year old. Uday Hussein told his goons to go and get the girl in the yellow dress, the 15 year old daughter. They bundled her out of there and sent her home two days later with new clothes I believe and like either cash or an expensive watch. When the girl's father complained to everyone he was trying to complain to people i think he was a member of the bath party as well so so that was party he was complaining up and downtown. he was like uday raped my daughter he kidnapped my daughter like this cannot fly and uday hussein went up to the guy's house and was like yeah i'm making too much noise bring me no he didn't go up to the guy's house he went up to the guy he was like you're talking too much bring me your 13 year old daughter since you can't shut up yeah i'm making screaming because i i took one now i'm gonna take both And if you don't bring your daughter, I'm going to erase your family. That is the level of monstrosity we are talking about. Uday once went into a wedding in a huge hotel in Baghdad and took the bride and then locked the guests in the wedding hall and raped her. After this happened, the bride walked out to the balcony and threw herself off of it. On seeing this, the groom shot himself. Do you know the trauma to the families involved? The trauma of being locked in the room, knowing that Uday just attended this wedding and now the bride is missing. The trauma of losing the bride in that way. The trauma of losing the groom in that way. Like, people's families have gathered to celebrate their love for each other. Mm-hmm. And it ends like this. Mm,
1: absolute. Pure tragedy.
0: Horrible. Like, it's honestly, it's very hard to conceptualize. because
1: it is. I can't, I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around it, and I'm not doing a very good job.
0: Because it's also, like, these are... And not saying... Like, sometimes you hear about people who... I don't, he did not do this in the... It's like going to Federal Palace Hotel on a Saturday and locking everybody in Balmoral and taking the bride. It is absolutely like unfathomable. Like it's actually insane. And he used to torture people to death all the time. We spoke about that last episode. I don't think I'm going to get into it this episode. But he tortured members of Iraqi's national football team.
1: Which he was supposed to be coaching.
0: To the point where only two or three members of the team would agree to take penalty shots. They were so afraid. He would torture he torture some of them to the point they tortured them to the point of handicap, like permanent mm. injury he had a maiden bull in his office like the like the medieval torture device he had multiple medieval torture devices um, he was leader of one of the, like the biggest newspapers in Iraq mm. and he used to get irritated at this journalist so much so that he told the journalist to carry the torture device in his own car. So he will not have to call for it.
1: Like, wherever I see you... Just have, like... Just have it on you.
0: I can't imagine the mental trauma. No, can you imagine the mental trauma of that? Like, it's like... I mean, this is a a very bad way to describe But, like, you know, if you're you're a child and, like, your parents tell you to pick the favorite belt (laughs) when they're about to belt you. yeah. But imagine, actually, just them telling you to take that belt and keep it in your school bag and walk around with and it. just walk around with it because they don't know when they're going to need to beat you because you're so annoying that's insane but you're not a child and this is not your parents you are a full adult man and the person doing this is the son of a very brutal dictator who is even more brutal himself like your life is on the line at every waking moment
1: I, and the thing is like I've seen documentaries so I know how hard it was to leave the country at that time it was damn near impossible like there was no quick jackpot there was no escape for these guys it was just every day
0: his his bodyguard was able to escape by pretending to be him Mm. (laughs) not his bodyguard his body double i mean Mm. but uh very few people were able to escape and and the thing with this is that it's not just about you it's that if you escape your family is left behind to face this and especially imagine someone now like that provincial governor it's not like like they know where you live they know where your brothers live where your wife's family lives where your children go to school it is intense like it's not about just you saving yourself it's Mm -hmm. like you have this whole family to think about Mm -hmm. some of the football players or the athletes on the iraqi olympic team would not return back to the country after games and then Uday Hussein will take them to his personal jail, like his personal prison and torture these family members. Jeez. So the other players who haven't left know that if they do this, their family members might die in prison.
1: This is actually insane.
0: And Uday, <laughs> he went to the University of Baghdad and when he used to come to campus, girls would run to the bathrooms and Fight over stalls, like toilet stalls, because they're hiding from uday because they don't know if he may look in their direction. Because if he does, then
1: he's ripping.
0: Yeah, he might also torture you and kill you. Like he was known for mutilation. So it's not just apparently, especially after the attempt on his life, he loved like he loved drawing out people's deaths he once covered a woman in honey and fed her to rabid dogs so th- i'm not talking about someone who's like oh he's just shooting people that would have been a kindness as in not a kindness like no, no, one no get yeah, shot, But like it man, would have been quicker yeah like he had I mean DVL torture devices. Somebody says that one of the worst days for the Iraqi people was the day Uday Hussein discovered the internet. Because he hired someone whose full-time job was to find torture devices and torture methods of torture on the internet so he could try them out on people. He also hired somebody whose full-time job was to find sports cars and translate their specifications into nice. Yeah. I don't even know like what my facts are. See, I've gotten through lost in the world of the sick 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 Uday Hussein. My fact was He shot his uncle. He shot his uncle and then what did he do?
1: His dad burnt all the sports cars. That
0: was not even my fact, but that did happen. Ooh, by the way when like Saddam said he was going to burn his sports cars, Uday threatened Saddam with a gun. What type what type of not even just like what type of child is this? What type of human being is this? Yeah.
1: And can't kill him because that's your kid.
0: But, like, you maybe should kill him. You maybe should kill him. Like, it probably would be a mercy to the whole world.
1: To the whole country.
0: One time, Iraq was hosting Suzanne Mubarak, who was the...
1: The prime minister of... The president of Libya's wife? No. No?
0: President of Egypt. Egypt's Sorry, wife. Sorry, that's uh, Hosni Mubarak. So, they were hosting her, and Odey Hussein was... I don't even know if he was invited to this function... But... uh, He was there. He was there. (laughs) And he crashed the party. Um, Actually, he was not invited. I believe, like, he was out of favor because I think he had already shot his uncle by now. Mm. But he crashed this party and he had beef with Saddam Hussein's valet because Saddam Hussein's valet was helping Saddam arrange meetings with a new woman for sex, which... He's the freaking valet. You don't have a choice. Mm. Saddam tells you he
1: wants to... Have sex. You're not going to say, oh no, Saddam, you shouldn't. You're married.
0: Anyways, Mm. he had to be for the valet for this reason. And because Saddam treated the valet with kindness, and Saddam seemed to like the valet. His name was Jejeo. Or, I can't pronounce it, but it's spelled G E J G E G E O. So I'm going to say Jejeo. He shows up at this party and according to witnesses is drunk and either stabs him to death with a rose pruner or like an or a, like an electric knife or something but he bludgeons him to death in the middle of the party
1: and the president's wife is watching
0: I mean probably I don't even
1: know does she like leave that same night
0: bro I don't even know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like one of the perks of marrying the president is hoping to never see a dead body again for the rest of your life. I mean, someone being someone being killed. I feel like I mean,
0: not even just imagine what. Because <laughs> nobody stop him.
1: Could any Could anyone stop him? That's the question.
0: I don't know. Is there really no one who could have like said something?
1: What would they say? I can't say anything.
0: Bludgeoned to death. It's like what? Like, imagine you're an asteroid for dinner and then somebody just starts... President the Stone just starts stabbing somebody.
1: You can't even try that here. We're lawless, but we're not that lawless. I hope so. so I'm pretty sure.
0: Uh, I hope so.
1: I don't think we're anything close to what um, Iraq was in, in 2000. Hmm. This Iraq or Afghanistan?
0: This is Iraq. Iraq. How did you just ask? Is this Iraq or Afghanistan? I I was thinking that was very Western of I was thinking which
1: country did the US attack (laughs) under false pretenses? Both. Both. Well, Iraq really. Uh,
0: Well, Iraq was weapons of mass destruction. So yeah, that was that was that was false. Let's talk about when they tried to kill him Mm. in December of 1996 while driving his Porsche. To go and pick up some prostitutes on the streets of Baghdad or a woman or something.
1: As one does.
0: As one does if you're Uday Hussein. He was struck by between seven and seventeen bullets. He took more bullets than
1: fifty.
0: Took more he was shot more times than fifty cent and survived.
1: 50 survived.
0: Just, I mean, yeah. But 9 and 17, it's quite different. I mean, I yeah. was shot between 7 and 17 times. But even though he survived, two bullets remained lodged in his spine and could not be removed due to the location, mm. which is what caused him chronic pain for the rest of his life and caused him to walk with a cane. When his uh, house was ransacked during the invasion of Iraq, they found hundreds of canes some which would open up and become guns and some which would open up and become swords
1: just went full bond villain he
0: is really sick in the freaking head (laughs) who does this anyways he at he survives this um attack on his life and he becomes even worse so apparently they found 193 canes half of those canes half i even thought it would be one or two half of them would slide open to become swords or guns he was partially paralyzed by the bullets for the rest of his life and he had to walk with a cane he suffered great great physical pain until the day he died and uh that makes me happy yeah it does make me happy and he did ask he did uh bring in a hypnotist from america who wrote a book about it um the hypnotist was with him when the world trade center towers fell Interesting. And he, according to the hypnotist, Uday told him, Oh, they're going to blame us for this and we had nothing to do with it. Just watch. Which is true, they did blame Iraq for that. Yeah. The book was originally called Healing the Enemy. Hypnotic Nights in Baghdad.
1: Oh my god. That sounds like a Mills and Boon novel.
0: Bro, but then the guy the guy's name was Garrett. Um, but he changed the name to "Hypnotizing the Devil: The True Story of a Hypnotist Who Treated the Psychotic Son of Saddam Hussein."
1: That's more. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: What was hypnotic nights? Who, who, who gave him that first draft?
1: What kind of Christina Galera album <laughs> sounding stuff is that?
0: Yeah, so Uday tried all sorts of drugs, all sorts of therapies, nothing worked. He was permanently in pain. And he did try sucking milk yeah. from the breasts of yeah. lactating women. You
1: no, know, I and th- think about it, like if you if you cause that much harm to that many people, many of whom are like high profile um Iraqis. Yeah. They're going to band together and hire some shutters.
0: Yeah, so the the people who took credit for it is like a kind of sheer guerrilla movement. Mm. I can't I haven't really been able to understand, but they're kind of like like an underground movement took credit for shooting him up. Yeah. Um but a lot of people thought it was karmic justice. It was. Because he apparently became
1: impotent. Nice. This nice. is a
0: man who had been known to rape many women how many,
1: how many kids did he have
0: none God.
1: that's good oh fantastic yeah, let's, not, let's not pass fantastic. those genes let's not, let's not have those genes out there in the they world they
0: actually like married him off to a woman whose father was like a general in Saddam's army and mm. the guy agreed to it only on the condition that his daughter did not have to sleep with the day
1: jeez I like that
0: okay but like i mean i like it but also like what like you're like okay my daughter has to marry saddam hussein's son like saddam has said he needs a wife but like
1: she needs a life
0: on the condition that he does not touch her
1: yeah i like it Uh, yeah if you have to because you can't say no to saddam i guess uh, if you have to say yes then
0: at least you put conditions but yeah he never had children um and he was there was like rumors of people used to say all the time that he was impotent after the after the assassination attempt which yeah. Increased his violence um, I told you last time About how he would kill his friends all the time mm-hmm. Yeah, like Even at his birthday parties um, One time His friend was going to travel And he thought the friend might talk too much About him Right. So he invited him for I think it was his 34th Birthday or something And at the party cuts off his Tongue And you're looking at me like that fact is going to change Wow. Yeah, but if you guys want to know more about Uday Hussein, um, there's actually quite a lot about him. Google Uday Hussein evil. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. Don't forget the evil. Don't forget the evil. No, tra- when I say I have tried to keep this as non-traumatizing as possible. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Like you've done a good job because knowing what. I mean, just compared to the f- the first draft of this we did, this is much much lighter, much I mean. tamer. I would say. I,
0: yeah, like I yeah. mean, I always say though, I think Adele Hussein is the worst person to have ever walked this earth because sometimes, not because sometimes, but he was just evil for no reason. Like it literally just
1: and he had the made me- him happy, and he had the means to enact his evil.
0: Everyone.
1: On everyone without any limits, it's actually a very scary, scary thing.
0: Is it scary? Like I feel like that is why unchecked power is so scary. Is because you hand it
1: to this,
0: yeah, right? Because it's not even Saddam who is this, yeah, insatiably violent and sadistic. Yeah, it is his son. If you vote in someone and into a system where there are no checks and balances, that means. Are voting in everybody with them,
1: yeah. Like, and something to consider in these upcoming elections, because you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some, some some major players have, have sons who are you know, major players. Uh, and, um, um, we won't be naming any names, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: legitimately editing out what Tim Tar just did because I do not want this weekend I was at a wedding, you know you were not there I, wasn't but I had to be there to face all these people that you're abusing on this podcast
1: did I abuse them? huh
0: no man sometimes people come up to me and they make funny comments yeah. and, I, and like I'm not sure
1: yeah that's cool know. I feel like these guys would see me and they'll see my hand they're like oh this guy this guy's
0: not no so someone told me a story about how this girl her dad was the governor of I think Cross River mm. and this girl um, someone else was insulting him on Twitter and she said when I see you it's on site she didn't see the girl for two years but she meant it
1: <laughs> Actually, The way she saw her laugh uh,
0: She whooped
1: I beg, I beg, that one, That's, that's alright
0: Okay that is alright But I don't want to get beat up I don't no, know You do not get I, beat up I don't know I about you yeah, but I'll
1: take my chances And I f- if I lose I'll enjoy it Because I messed up like that
0: I feel like They're not going to see you And beat you up
1: No they do not But
0: they're going to see me And the thing about it Is I don't shut up Yeah. This weekend I was fighting House of Robs members Why? Because of me no because they were moving like idiots oh right right, right. no because why are you at a wedding trying to get into an after party for 25 year olds so your belly is stretching (laughs) across this whole hall
1: (laughs) the belly enters the after party and bro like I literally no I saw the belly for 5 minutes before I saw the guy (laughs) I was like
0: what is that coming (laughs) over here and I look up and I was like oh girl and then I was like move out of it move out of it house of reps members sitting reps sitting members sitting members and oh my then, god this
1: a sitting member yeah he looks like he's been doing a lot of sitting <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also I was like Oga Oga are you not too old to be here there are children here and he looked at me like <laughs> he looked at me like you're crazy but he also looked at me
1: like make a fair point no
0: I don't even, no 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 no. no they never say if that you, it, if it was kind of like mm, you know no like I think he just considered it for like one second and he was like someone this crazy
1: yeah I'm not gonna Yeah, I'm not gonna engage cause
0: yeah. I like I think he thought am I gonna engage yeah with this girl in her gimme and her and her, <laughs> and her list or what? like oh, I think he thought amazing. about it for five seconds and he was like nah this is amazing and then somebody that was there turns to me and says but you do a podcast. You know how these guys in Africa move. Yeah. Why don't you just keep quiet sometimes?
1: <laughs> no, fair enough. I mean, I, mean,
0: I don't know. I don't,
1: I don't think I would say that. I don't think I'd be like, yo, guys.
0: No, I was generally frustrated. because yeah. Also because I was trying to get my little cousin mm-hmm. inside. And all I could see were just stomachs. And sycophants. And police. And all was, this is disgusting. I know.
1: In my head, I'm like playing this, and I'm, I it, it, when I when I get frustrated, like that, I get very dismissive. Yeah. So like sometimes I'm in tra- I'm like driving out of my house, and there's like a random police checkpoint. Yeah. And that checkpoint has never been there, and the checkpoint is only there during the afternoon.
0: I know the checkpoint.
1: Actually. Yeah. So. I see them and the thing is like sometimes I'm just like, Yeah, how are you blah blah, blah. and then so if I if I'm late for something, yeah, I just go and I wave my and they yeah. just jump out of the way. So I, I, in that situation my brain went there and I I know I'd be like that and I, I don't I don't think it would work but I'd No, <laughs> honestly will be my first instinct to be like Sa-
0: <coughs> I, someone will lose uh, individuals. First of all, someone who came in like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, are we, are, we, are, we put, are we putting this on the pod? Just I'm putting like, this on the pod because yes, you know what? I'm putting energy, this one on the pod. Someone energy, who energy.
0: came in there with guys in like masks, very skin masks or something. You can only see their eyes. Oh my God. You see them. You know the way they all jump out. Like, first of all, I even see. I've seen the way Biden moves. And yeah. There's not even this much ceremony. Yeah. And people are like, "Wow, that's so that's so swagged out. That's so cool." And people are like, saying that. Some people said that, and I was like, "You guys
1: have shame."
0: is hot, like I was i was even just too hot in oh the in the environment because there's so many you is order, environs
1: environment
0: Yes <laughs> because imagine you invite five hundred people to your wedding and then two hundred and fifty additional people are orderlies.
1: And they're wearing ski masks.
0: What the hell was going on there? <laughs> so then I'm trying to walk and this is part for, of for, this was really upsetting for me is that I move with a certain pump when it's a family wedding. Like I'm not even a guest. Yeah. I'm not actually a guest. Yeah. You are a guest. You're not going to push me. Yeah. Sam Walu was trying to walk from some end to the other end and there's a sea of like 20 people around him and th- one steps on me. Two step on me. Oh the no. third one, I say if you, because that's why I won't Go to tear my dress. Oh you, No, are you crazy? Because of... Jido. Because of Jido, you want to tear cloth that. Do you know I'm, I had to sew as, that cloth as, three as, times?
1: As, as I live and breathe. <laughs> <As I> live.
0: <laughs> what? You guys, there's flooding in mm. Nigeria. Mm. Right now, that most people are just pretending is... I don't even know what they're doing, but there is natural disaster. We're going... We're, right now, we're... In an emergency or in a crisis,
1: if you want to know what caused the disaster, you can listen to our last episode
0: Buhari. Yeah, Buhari. Co- I mean, I, anyway,
1: uh, yeah, who do you want to answer? <laughs> pick a politician, pick uh, a bro. Police. I can't talk about. Oh, oh hey, my god,
0: living in Nigeria right now has become a spectacle.
1: This is a lot, it is a lot. Um, I, I will say this, I will say this, um. Earlier in the pod, I was talking about who you vote and who they come with, and I said a name, and I sneezed to disguise it. I think I just was going to try and edit it out because she is is one of those people that I won't say she doesn't. I mean, I I don't know if they are friends. I don't think they are friends, but we are not friends. Yeah, come off it. Yeah, but she, you know, she interacts with him every now and then, and you know that person. anyway have a lovely week and um it's just really good to talk to you guys again <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so we're going to do the jagaban episode then
1: <laughs>
0: see you guys next week we're coming with
1: fire bye